I'm Jess Rosario, your host today. We are a podcast on the KOAM Podcast Network. Please follow us um, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Spotify, and listen to all the great content that is being pushed out. Everything from health and nutrition to pop culture to sports to movies and music and whatever else is on your mind there's a podcast for you on the KUM podcast network uh today my guest is mr mike scrow what's up man off a day thanks for having me man uh thanks for coming in you know we, we usually don't have time to um to talk and just chill that's very right? true yeah. for for years i've known mike and we just never like chilled and talked because I guess we're both busy. Only fantasy football. Oh, yeah. only fantasy only, football. Only, only, only because fantasy that's football. that's yeah. real. That's yeah. priority, man. <laughs> but um, you know, even like just setting up this podcast, it took us a few weeks. Yeah, it took us a few right? weeks. Like, hey, I can't do this, can't do that. Like, dude, yeah. let's. We got to do this though. So I'm I'm um very happy that you're here, and kind of switching gears a little because we talk a lot about nutrition with uh, athletes with um with whoever that comes on, right? But I wanted to tie in nutrition and fitness because they both go together, you yeah. know? Um, nutrition is is medicine, and you guys at Paradise Fitness Center use the term exercise is medicine. Yeah, exercise and is medicine. And it, it's true, right? So uh, let's get more into you, and let's get more into Paradise and what you guys have done for our great island of Guam. So uh, take me back. Um, when I was, how do you? I'll be 31 November 10th. 31. Yeah. Okay, so real season. I started I started like my fitness journey when I was a sophomore or junior in high school, mm-hmm. right? And the first place I went to was Paradise Fitness Center, right? And it's been there forever. Yeah. Right? So what was that like growing up for you? Like your your family owned the business mm-hmm. and running it. What was that like? So I always grew up around Paradise. I mean, it opened up 1996. I was I was in middle school at the time when uh, Dedido first opened. So that's our original flagship. Was um, it Dedido? Yeah, Dedido. 1996. Remember, like, everyone thinks it's Aganya, but everyone forgets Dedido is our original flagship. That was 1996, and then Aganya was like late 1999, uh, moving no into way. 2000. Yes. Yeah, Dedido's 1996. That's why our slogans is since 1996. Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's like 23 years, 20, yeah, 23 years for, for Agania, or for Dedido. And then uh, Agania was, yeah, 1999-2000. So I always grew up around the business. I was always there. Um, but I never really took interest um, until, I'd say, after maybe college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after I graduated from college and uh, got my first job at 24-Hour Fitness, worked there for a few years. Um, and then I got a call uh, two years into my position. I got promoted at 24 Hour Fitness, and then I got a call from my boss, um, my dad. And he goes, there's an opportunity. There's a management shift going on right now. There's an opportunity, a potential position. Are you interested? What year was this? Uh, this was 2012. Okay. 2012, like mid to late 2012. And I remember it. I, I just... I just got home from work. He gave me a call. He said, hey, I'm here with the managers. Um, you're on speaker, by the way. And he just threw it out there. And I was like, uh, when is this offer uh, going to you know, expire? I, I, I thought about it for maybe a couple of days. Um, then I made the decision. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to give back to an island, I was living in Hawaii for, what, six years? Because I went to college, graduated 2010. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move back home. Bring back that knowledge and help 
the island that raised me. That, that was yeah. my goal, right? I was like, I can't say no, yeah. right? I mean, Guam is, is, is home, you know? That's where my heart was. And I'm an island boy at heart. That's why I was in Hawaii for that long. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, g- I gave 24 Hour Fitness two years. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to move back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I made that decision in like late 2012. Um, and I don't regret it. It's, it's been a learning experience. Um, it, it's been fun. Now, when, when you kind of, when you came back and took over, is that? I'm not going to say took over. It's more so it took, took me over. Take more, part, <laughs> yeah. uh, or join, join the yeah. family business. Was it something that when you were going to school, that something that you were looking forward to doing or something that you had planned on? It really, that, that's not what the plan was. It was, it's kind of like, you know, people say you get to choose your path or your path chooses mm-hmm. you. Uh, it, it, I applied at like four or five different places at the time. And um, 24 Hour Fitness was one that that called me back for a second interview, and then I had a third panel interview, and then I got the job. So I went with that, and then it wasn't until maybe after my first six months when I realized, like, okay, this is what I really love to do. And uh, it was first sales, um, then got promoted, and um, just kind of worked my way up the ladder there. But I, I, I learned to appreciate the process and the system and just the overall of what the product we were selling. You know, yeah. you're selling preventable healthcare. Um, it's, some, it's not something tangible you could hold on to and take home. So I, I really started to dissect and engineer the sales process and just be very genuine when it came to want to help someone live longer. Yeah. You know, and when I grasped that, um, it was a lot easier to kind of just roll with the punches. But, you know, Guam's a different beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the culture here, and, you know, everyone likes to say Guam is 10 years behind um, the mainland, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the case to a certain extent. But, you know, we've come a long way since 2012 to now. And I can honestly say we've been making uh, strides to bring what the mainland has on island. Yeah. You know, and you could see it. You could definitely see it. So I wouldn't say I necessarily took over. The first, I say the first two to three years, I was really just trying to make an impact and understand the, the market on Guam. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I had all these ideas. I was so, you know, ambitious when I got here. I had all these ideas. I want to do this, that, this. But um, I learned that you have that Guam's a different, unique market and platform that you have to really understand the culture behind everything because, um, you know, we, we're a U.S. territory. We're, we're past the international dateline. We're so far away from everything. Um, and, you know, us Chamorros, we could be stubborn, yeah. you know. And uh, I, I learned the hard way the first couple of years. You know, I had all these, these ideas and maybe only one stuck. So it took a lot of uh, learning and trial and error to see what worked, what doesn't work, to kind of customize something that, uh, wasn't trying to change the overall vision because mm-hmm. Paradise was already, you know, it's been around for this long. Um, I wasn't trying to change the vision. The philosophy will always stay the same. That's something that my CEO and my dad always drills in me is that the philosophy is, is a place for everyone and, and the philosophy is going to be just like that. And that was the vision. That was the seed. So I was like, okay, how could I modernize it? Yeah. How could I modernize this this brand, this local brand that has been around for, for this long? And how could I make an impact to, to help it grow? Yeah, because, I mean, you, you look at Paradise and it, it's, it's, a, it's a landmark mm-hmm. for, for Guam. You know, like whenever we, we talked about where something is, oh, next to, it's next to Paradise on this side of blah, 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 right? And for as long as I can remember, since I was in high school and going into college and just I... I I would say for years, Paradise was my second home because I was there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even when I was in college and um, I was, you know, in between school and just doing stuff, right? I needed to to go and shower and work out, whatever. I was at Paradise, 
you know, you guys always had freaking hot water when the typhoon was here <laughs> and, you know, power was out, but you guys were always, always there, right? And just seeing it grow from what I remember all the way till now, it's, it's totally different. And that's a good thing, you know, mm-hmm. you got to change with the times. And for a long time, I was thinking like, okay, Paradise, uh, up until you came in, right? I was like, oh, it's, it's the same. It's the same. And a lot of people want something new mm-hmm. because just like nutrition, fitness is changing all the time new things are coming in new programs are coming in new ways of working out and i can say within the last seven to eight years you know since i i saw you start coming in it's grown dramatically not not have it change so much where it's um where it's completely different Mm -hmm. but change with the times and i think that's a good thing so like when you when you started in 2012 right what was the first thing you looked at and like okay this is how i can improve or add on to what we got going on yeah when i really was trying to make an impact when i first got back it was like man paradise was always ahead of its time Mm -hmm. um and and it's true like it's paradise fitness and that's something our ceo always talks about it was paradise fitness it wasn't gym it wasn't um uh, an intimidating environment even just the architectural structure and the way the layout was Mm -hmm. was ahead of its time um and when I first got back, I was like, okay, before I, if there's one thing that I wanted to change and it took long, it took actually like two years was I wanted to modernize the logo. Okay. Um, so we, we have a retro logo. So we have our retro paradise diamond. The diamond's always been a staple of our brand. Um, but that's something that I've learned is that uh, a brand is, is not necessarily a logo. It's, it's, it's a promise to the consumer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that I've learned. And um, the logo itself, just the aesthetic, I mean, the colors and everything I liked, it was just, I wanted to modernize it to to get it to to something that could be a little bit more appealing. Yeah, you, you guys know? had that. Uh, we had the we had the, the guy two, and the girl. Yeah, the guy right? and the girl on the top. It, it, it was it, it was worked. like neon. Yeah. And it, it kind of reminded me of like an eighties exactly. Miami Vice kind yeah. of vibe, you know. So that's our retro logo, and then we modernized it where we had some geometric patterns and these textile mm-hmm. diamonds, is what I like to call it. Same paradise script. We just had the graphic artist at the time just clean it up, let the colors be a little bit more vibrant, and that was just like baby steps. Mm-hmm. So change the modernize the logo that was just one little baby step and then um of course every year we always invest back into our facilities because people don't realize it is a business at the end of the day and the wear and tear on the amount of workouts we service every day um is something people don't really realize yeah you know and, and you uh, think about how many people use the equipment that yeah. how many how many members do you guys have right now we have uh, in our database right now i mean active and just we we have quite a bit um just gov guam alone we have like five thousand members Dang. right so plus when you look at private sector and all of your other members we're looking from six to eight thousand members right yeah. and we service about two to twenty five hundred workouts a day between our three Dang. locations between our three locations now and um 2500 workouts a day so you just look at that and you look at just overall cost of running a facility but the wear and tear on certain things so every year we always try and um one is get some new equipment get some fresh paint redo the flooring yeah um i mean we, we on guam you know if all these typhoons and everything too it's it's comes down to it you have to invest every year back into your facility yeah. into the infrastructure i know? remember when you guys were renovating a Ganya. Yeah. And you guys started with the Ganya first, right? Uh, well, we did Dedido first. We actually renovated Dedido since it's been open, I think, like almost 10 times. We keep expanding, extending, yeah, extending, yeah, yeah, extending. Yeah. So um, Dedido is actually probably layout-wise, it's probably our largest facility. Everyone really? thinks a Ganya is because of the high ceiling. 
but square footage wise and the layout if i don't know the last time you've been to Dedido, we have this whole new wing and this free weights little tunnel i call it the tunnel of paradise and then it's a whole new free weight swing and we extended back over oh, so wow. it's actually square footage wise Dedido is our largest facility it's just agania has two stories and it's higher ceiling so yeah that's what kind of people think that again is the largest one it looks big yeah you know uh, but I remember when you guys were renovating it, I was I was excited. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Dang, it's about time!" You know, yeah. this is it's been ten years since anything has happened, and then mm-hmm. boom, you know. Yeah, it, it was, and that's that's a little thing. I mean, you guys didn't change the the equipment as much, right? But mm-hmm. you changed the just the overall aesthetic of the gym, and mm-hmm. that makes a big ass difference. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, like mentally, when people walk in, they see those vibrant colors. It's an inviting. Yeah, you know, it's not a dark. Um, place you know you got to come in and you got to want these people to get motivated to want to work out you yeah. know and that's something that we really look into when it comes to just the overall aesthetic and the layout of everything yeah now because we're you're in the business of fitness mm-hmm. right uh just coming in and changing the way the brand or not changing the brand but adding to the to the image of paradise right but also adding in more convenience and more equipment what were what were the things that you kind of wanted to uh, take from because i know you were traveling traveling a lot too yeah. right in the first couple of years that you got mm-hmm. that you were with uh, paradise and then i would see like you had uh, all these expos right yeah so that's something every year i try to get off get off guam to go out there and get some new inspiration and mm-hmm. follow the trends and uh, we're, we're a, a member of a uh, ursa it's called the international health club uh mm-hmm. racket sports club association so it's like the main hub of the fitness industry commercial fitness industry so uh, we're a member we pay that fee every year and um you know there's so many webinars that we go to and expos but if there's something that you know the trends right now in the fitness industry is functional training right high intensity interval training and these are things that have been around forever but mm-hmm. now it's just becoming more mainstream and with social media and technology um hit training and functional training is only now hitting the surface right yeah. back in the days of the late 90s i, I feel it was a lot of bodybuilding and mm-hmm. traditional style of lifting but yeah. olympic lifting has been there for a long time powerlifting has been there for a long time um exercise and science all those movements is it's there right yeah, it's nothing new yeah it's nothing new but it's now the way they're they're programming it and marketing it mm-hmm. to the to the people and um, functional training high intensity interval training and performance style of training is something that was a, a trend that I saw back in 2013 14 like starting to really gain some steam and momentum so uh, we got this life fitness synergy little jungle gym mm-hmm. I, I like to say it's a jungle gym but it's uh, by life fitness which we're certified with and th- those are our main license that we carry but it's a, a jungle gym that has like 12 different stations mm-hmm. there's some professional sport teams that have this in their facilities college this is the big one teams. on the second floor yeah right? on the second floor yeah. so I saw it at an expo of course I was a kid in a candy shop at this expo you know I was like I want that one my, I was just so excited I was just in Vegas it was in Vegas and uh, it was 2013 my first ever trade show uh, of course came back with all these bright ideas um, but again you got to look at cost you got to look at your return on investment and these are all things that I'm that I'm learning and we, we got the Synergy 360 XL that was that was the version we got and that was the probably the first biggest equipment that we put we moved all of our cardio equipment on the top floor and we put it downstairs and we redid the layout and the whole second floor was nothing but functional training yeah um, so that was probably the biggest move back in 2013 2014 
and then now we have like turf we have 20 yards of turf you know you got sleds in there and tires and that's that's the trend you see right now yeah. is, is hit style training is probably the top trend and functional training so that's probably one of the first things that we did in 2013 2014 as we slowly made that transition i now see that um what's a term now functional bodybuilding is, yeah. a, is a big thing now so it's not it's not the fact that you're you're doing functional training it's more aesthetic workouts but to be functional as well yeah right exactly and, so that's that traditional that's like the when they're trying to like bridge the gap exactly because yeah. to me functional training is those are functional movements of your your everyday life yeah. right um and that's what i was taught by some of the personal trainers that i worked with at 24 and um when you look at traditional style i always think traditional is bodybuilding style where you're going to be doing push Same. and pull yeah. you're going to be uh, working on two muscle groups per workout and you're going to be doing you know three three uh sets of 10 to 12 reps you know those that's the traditional style of that's old school that's yeah. where that's where i started you right? know like and then and then it just it just evolved mm -hmm. right and like we said fitness is evolving and so should the gym mm -hmm. and you guys have evolved now let's talk about with everything that you've been doing i think one of the the, the great things and biggest moves for you guys was tuman yeah that was um yeah, that was like, I like to call that my first baby, my first child, but that, that was a good um, example right there. Paradise Premium is kind of the evolution of Paradise. It's it's more of our modern fitness boutique type mm -hmm. of facility, and uh, it has that hotel vibe when you walk in. You, yeah. know, um, you get towel service, there's an infrared sauna, but the equipment we put in there, um, it's ahead of its time, too. It's it, it's called a Signia Life it's Fitness. Nice. It's nice. Yeah, super smooth. Uh, the leather on that and just the way it was engineered and developed i mean super smooth machine weights right yeah. so you could even scan it there's a qr code reader there where you could scan and track your calories you get videos on how to utilize it you could track your workouts to see what your goal is and things like that on the machines on the machines yeah there's a little qr code that you could scan and it gives you a video because you know it's an intimidating environment sometimes when people walk in and they don't know how to use a machine if they don't want to ask a question it's convenient Dude, now we're gonna get to that because yeah. I, I, I i yeah i'm not gonna forget about the, that topic but mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of people want to want to hear about that but go ahead yeah Sorry. when you when you go in and people don't like to ask questions they like to go on youtube mm -hmm. um so to basically just bridge the gap there we're like okay we're gonna get this equipment where you could scan the qr code it gives you a video on how to adjust the seat how to do this how to do that mm -hmm. and then if you plug in and play how much weight you did in sets it'll give you how many calories you burned so you have what? your own little profile yeah you could build your own little profile with life every fitness. one of those machines the new ones you guys yeah, got the machine weights damn so back in the late 90s there there wasn't anything like yeah. that at all i had to write in a notebook exactly you and then i had to, to do that i had <laughs> to like i remember having to um buy a book or uh, a magazine, the men's fitness magazines, and they always have like how to do certain workouts. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, there's that machine. Not oh, that's how you're supposed <laughs> to do it. And then they always have the, like the pictures on the side of the machine yep. that showed uh, that check the mark group, and then right? like a crossword. You're not doing it right. Yeah. But, so yeah. it's crazy the technology and all these machines now. All these expos I go to, it's just it's always evolving. What's man. What's the difference with uh, Tumon and the other two gyms? So. When you walk in, you could just tell when you walk into Paradise Premium, um, even just the name itself, Paradise Premium, same diamond. Uh, when you walk in, you could just tell it has those same vibrant colors and aesthetic as Paradise mm -hmm. that that's always had. But if I had to say, it's, it's just more modernized. It's more exclusive. Uh, it's a little bit more intimate. Uh, you don't have to worry about, you know, a, a crowd of people in mm -hmm. there. 
And, uh, you know, we, we put an infrared sauna in there. There's towel service. But it's, it's almost like a mini paradise because it has everything you need. We have a squat rack. We have a Smith machine. We have um, a hack squat, leg press. We have everything you need to get in a good workout. It's just more intimate and exclusive. Yeah. And it's in the heart of Tumon. So there's a lot of people who run the beach, uh, come back into the gym, shower. And, you know, we have a running club, too, on Tuesday mornings there. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it, it's growing. But yeah, it's, it's just a modernized fitness boutique that's that's more exclusive and more intimate. Okay. And all the machines too, and all the equipment we got are Escape Fitness. So it's these new technology rubberized round weights that, um, you know, you could just tell it's more more inviting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not like the the old school weights were a vanco rounded plates. You know, the still you hear all this banging and yeah. everything. Um, now we have these rubberized plates where you're not going to hear that. You're not going to hear a clinging of anything. You just hear like a, a thud. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, right? Yeah. Not like, I remember the, uh, is it still a, is it still a rule not to drop the weights? Yeah. So, I mean, we do have bumper plates and things like that now too. Of course, you can't drop the still weights from overhead. Yeah. At least from waist down, you know, if you're going to put it down, you know, but not dropping it from overhead down, unless you're using the bumper plates, of course. Yeah. But yeah, that's still a rule not to slam the weights because, you know, it, these women that are on the, in the class or if they're on the treadmill and they hear that, it's not a very inviting, uh, welcoming yeah. uh, environment for them, you know? So we actually put, that's why when going back to the layout is one thing I observed is they, there's these chain links and it covers and it separates the free weights from our cardio, from mm -hmm. everything. So we have different communities inside our, our Paradise member base, right? Yeah. There's little communities um, throughout our platform and all the free weight power lifters and people that wanna lift heavy iron are in the back, yeah. separate from where the group fitness people are in their state-of-the-art studio, um, where the cardio area is totally different, machine weight's totally different. So it has an area for everyone. How, how have you seen the evolution of exercise change? over over time because when i was going when i was going there there weren't if there was a power lifter mm -hmm. right then it was like maybe a handful of people and i, I still see these guys up yeah. to now you know older yeah. older guys um just lifting heavy your dad was one of them yeah. you know he would every now and then he would uh be working out and he'd just be lifting heavy yeah and then um like uh joe pangolina mm -hmm. right he was one of the other guys still there still yeah, lifting still heavy. there yeah but do you see a lot of the younger crowds doing that same thing now definitely and that's that's a huge effect on that is social media mm -hmm. you know social media has really changed the game because now they, they these younger generations have access mm -hmm. to to all this knowledge at their fingertips you know and they see um you know one of our guys big tone he's he's competing off island now and he's he's getting recognized mm -hmm. um so i think he's really igniting a fire in some of these younger generations to that powerlifting could be a sport that you know us chamorros kid were built for you yeah. know um so yeah definitely that's what i've seen changes social media has definitely changed the game because now they see what they see on social media they automatically get like inspired they want to come in you know they're yeah. hungry they're motivated and determined i i see some high school students come in before school they're wow. going yeah before before school they're coming into the gym right after school they're there you mm -hmm. know before they go to practice so that that's that's the trend i've been seeing and i'm like wow these guys are coming in before school like when i was in high school i was not doing that <laughs> yeah I was like, it was after yeah after, after high school, school yeah 
after high school, I started noticing like, oh shit, if I if I start lifting weights and my body looks better, yeah, you know. So that that was uh, the attraction to me. But the one good thing I like about social media and what you guys are doing is that you kind of highlight every aspect of what's going on in the gym. Yep. So you got like you got the the powerlifting community. You got Big Tone. You got um, what's your name, Grace? Yeah. Uh, and then you got the the big dudes like uh, Ryan Bigler mm-hmm. and um, uh, Joe Gaga, mm-hmm. you know Joe Pangolino, yeah. and and the Wolford brothers, and and all doing their things. But then you got like the people like um, who do I see a lot of Manami, yeah, you know Manami Ria, and a lot of the other people that are more cardio based that are ripping up those treadmills, mm-hmm. you know, and you see that all the time, and that's that's really good, you yeah. Know? There's so, so many different members, man. Yeah, that's you think about it. We have almost all demographic you can think about. Yeah. Yeah. Just how how is that for you? So running running a gym, what's 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 life like running a gym and trying to stay on top of fitness and trying to stay ahead of the game? Because you guys were always ahead of ahead of the game. But seeing where you are now and looking forward, what what are some things that you guys are, are really trying to hone in on? So like our, our service promise, right? We, we, we developed, of course, our core values and our service promise is experience the difference, mm-hmm. right? And that's something that we're really trying to harness in on. And, you know, we look at, we've been around for 20 plus years um, and we're, the overall experience is, well, there's like a shift. There's customer service to me on, on, on Guam is, is very common, right? It's kind of built in us as growing up on an island, you know, that anaphomalic mm-hmm. spirit. But customer service and then there's customer experience. So I, if there's anything that I've learned um, running a fitness facility is you always have to have a welcoming experience from right when a member or a guest or a prospect walk through the door mm-hmm. um, while they're there and when they leave. It's just the overall experience has to be welcoming and you have to be able to to adapt and create that environment for each community, right? And don't let them dictate what they want, right? Because it necessarily doesn't mean that it works for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's really having that balance, Having that balance and then obviously our front line is, is the biggest asset to our brand because they're the first people they see when they walk in. Yeah. So my front line, you know, what we're trying to drill into them is we have all these different communities now. We have to understand and be genuine in our approach um, to have that welcoming experience, you know, because the powerlifters in the back, they want certain things. The group fitness members, they want certain things, right? And then you have the other ones who just want to come in and they don't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. This is their 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 place of sanity they come in there to relieve stress Mm -hmm. they're battling could be anything you know and uh, we have to make sure that we run a a smooth and seamless process and system for everybody for everybody because when they walk in the last thing they want is to you know to be waiting or to be waiting for a document or this you know they want it smooth and seamless yeah so that that's kind of what what i've got in the last you know since 2012 to now it's you got to make sure all systems systems in place are seamless and the overall experience for all your communities within your club is 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 efficient and and genuine yeah the one thing i appreciate about about what you guys do besides you know providing the equipment for everybody and Mm. catering to every aspect of of fitness on guam is that dude you guys are clean I love that. I love that I see some dude walking around with a vacuum on his back and wiping down the equipment right after someone's done, you know? And, and I think that's for a lot of, a lot of people. I mean, if you're a power lifter or you're going into, to lift weights and lift heavy weights and put them back down, mm-hmm. right? You want more of that rugged feel, but 
you don't want to be dirty mm-hmm. you know how how is that that whole just clean clean environment how does that how much of a task is that for you guys no it's a, it's knowing a that there's task. a bunch of people yeah it's a, you got to understand the uh, the trend and the demographic of of when our prime times are and once you understand the the flow of our operation it makes it a lot easier to to make the consistency of of our cleanliness so cleanliness is healthiness for sure right so um, now that we're growing and our utilization has grown tremendously uh, we have every 30 minutes to an hour we're doing our walkthroughs right we have team cleans um myself you know we have to get in and it's it's a together everyone achieves more Mm -hmm. so it we have cleaners but we cannot rely on just one person to clean the whole gym it's a whole team effort um every shift from our am shift to our our mid shift to our closing shift everyone gets in on it Mm -hmm. and it's a it's a process we even now on once a week we have we outsourced uh guam service pros mike tightsno and his crew they're they're coming in once a week and doing deep cleaning in our locker rooms so you know that's that's something that's huge when it comes to uh a healthy business is you want to make sure all aspects of the club is clean yeah. and ready to go for every every rush we have you know there's people in there from 4 a.m there's people in there in daddy Doe graveyard like 12 midnight um the lunchtime rush it, it never stops you know what i think you guys need to invest in in your locker rooms you need to have someone that is there just to take selfies <laughs> take pictures of people because be that's all you like you yeah. guys got some nice mirrors yeah. right clean mirrors and everyone's in the <laughs> in the shower room just if you like, look up our hashtag just so that we even put little hashtag stickers on all of our uh, mirrors because when we were first like launched our social media i noticed like you look up paradise fitness hashtag it's it's all mirror shots exactly so that's what i mean that's something and new and it's guys and girls yeah, you know a lot of girls all, but there's a bunch of guys doing the same all thing. walks of life they'd be doing it they'd be checking their gains they want to you know look at their hard work you know it's it's they're sculpting their art piece but yeah we put stickers at every mirror it's funny you say that and that's one of the prime prime time sh- uh, photo shoot areas is our mirrors yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's um and I want, I want to just jump back into this because I might forget about it, right? So being that Paradise has been where it's at for 25 years, right? Almost 25 years? or uh, Yeah, 23, almost 24, 20, yeah. So you guys must have a lot of footage of people doing some crazy things. Right. Oh yeah, of course. Well, what do you guys do? You guys have a, a library of that? Man, we do. I mean, we have our uh, with Micropack. You know, Sonny over there. He's he's helped us with our, our our security systems. You know, and it's more of just the safety of our members and safety of, of our, our team members. But yeah, man, there's like I said, there's so many different demographics of people. Uh, I've seen a lot of things, you know, very interesting things. You have people dancing on the elliptical, on the <laughs> treadmill, reading the paper. Um, you know, it, the list goes on. You know, people go there to to kind of just unwind, and you could tell they're they're going through something, and this is their stress reliever. So, they, there's some things that I've seen. You ever have anyone like you, you're you're walking through your gym and you just see somebody you're like. No, I got, I got to, I got to correct this dude. You ever, you ever come across that? Yes, uh, and you know, there's a way because no one likes to be told that they're doing something wrong. You know, especially if they've been doing it for that, you know, long periods of time. But you're doing the same thing over and over and over, hoping for a different result, right? That's insanity. So yeah. you have to. Um, a part of our service promises, you know, we want to make sure they get the return on investment, and 
uh, we have our certified personal trainers who do who do walkthroughs and you know our fitness attendants and yeah if we see someone doing something that could possibly injure themselves mm-hmm. we will tell what them. if they're just messing around then we'll, we'll tell them as well to be careful <laughs> and you know they, they look at something like i said on social media and then they're going to automatically try and do it in the gym yeah. so it's like uh, we we got to do you it. You guys got to start your own like uh, Instagram page and just start posting some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, that'd be they funny. Have, they have so many of those pages now on social yeah. media. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what what is what's one of your your pet peeves within within the gym? Reracking your weights. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have? Okay. I was always one of those dudes that put my weights away, yep. always, and and it was just like courtesy to me. But sometimes I'll see people people just leave their stuff. Do your do your guys ever be like, oh man? You have one guy that specifically goes around and just reracks weights. Yeah, we all do. I mean, it's, it's when it becomes a bad habit and we notice it consistently, then we give notices to members. You know, if if need be. But it's it's gym etiquette, you know. Yeah. It's basic gym etiquette, and um, sometimes people are not uh, acclimated to gym etiquette. They don't even know what that means, right? So wiping down your machine after mm-hmm. we have the common rules. But re-racking is something we've seen. You know, a lot of people. If you're strong enough to to lift it, you're strong enough to put it back. No, of course, right? Yeah. So um, what about chalk? You guys use chalk? Yeah, well, it, we use chalk as long as they're they clean up after themselves, right? You don't have any chalk monsters? Um, no, yeah, we don't. People That's bring good. their own, but as long gym etiquette, you clean it up, you put it away. You wipe yeah. it down. We have disinfecting sprays and paper towel dispensers at every corner of the gym. Um, so, you know, our, our members are usually good at this, but there is, of course, those members where, you know, they're not going to re-rack. They're going to leave their mess. So yeah. um, when it becomes a bad habit, then that's when we have to step in and management has to step in and talk to the member to figure okay. it out. But that's my pet peeve right there. This is re-racking weights. Yeah. Mine was always like not wiping the the bench or the equipment after you're done you know like just yeah. just if i'm waiting for some something especially like um if i'm waiting for a, a bench and the guy gets up and puts his weights away but he doesn't just like take a napkin or his towel and mm-hmm. just wipe down i'm like oh my yeah it's God. common courtesy you know it's common courtesy and basic gym etiquette you got to yeah. be able to remember we're all there for the same reason yeah right whether it's to be healthy live longer you know look good feel good all that good stuff but yeah re-racking and common courtesy gym etiquette it happens all the time yeah at all gyms even when i'm traveling i see it yeah it's everywhere yeah yeah um so the year is almost up it is is it november yeah it is november november 1st so a lot of people are going to start getting into the mindset of new me new year kind of thing and people that want to start off that don't have a gym membership yet right Mm -hmm. where would you where would you tell them to start like how and how to start so i mean we have all every day we have people walk in the gym and you know they 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 came there for a reason Mm -hmm. that's what i always tell my team is they came there for a reason um and whether whatever sparked that motivation uh, is to have a smart goal setting. I'm huge on smart goal setting. So you have to be specific on what you want to do. It has to be measurable and attainable and then realistic. And then you have to make sure that it's, you know, there's a time. You put a time on there. So smart goal setting to me is something that I'm big on. Um, and every year I always see it. Everyone's new year, new me. Um, it's, it's the fourth quarter of the year. So to me, I like to tell people to finish the year strong. They're like, oh, I'm going to wait till next exactly, year. Exactly, yeah. Well, why don't we finish the year strong? Mm-hmm. And then that way you already kind of have a foundation and you have these these good habits. To me, I tell people it doesn't take one workout and you're going to see the results and you're good. Oh, yeah. It takes at least 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's through research and that's through my experience. It takes 90 days to build good habits. Yep. 
And uh, it's not about, um, you know, uh, just getting a diet or anything. It's a lifestyle, yep. a lifestyle. And it's a lot of time management, too. You know, like myself, I just had a daughter and she's nine months and it just threw a whole wrench into my workout routine. You know, because yeah, I don't now, even have a workout routine. <laughs> anymore. Yeah, even you. Congratulations. Right. We both have you girls. And it's like now my my time is revolved around this little human being yeah. so it's like okay now how do i maximize my time to get a good daily dose of exercise and that was going to be my next question is for you and and you're you're running the gym how much time do you actually have to work out you'd be surprised man a lot of the working out that i usually do is is either after work or before work it, is it it's at hard. the gym or is it at home yeah it's a a mixture of both you mm-hmm. know i have a little setup at home but um yeah i try to get it in as much as i can um, minimum, you know, if, if I don't work out for at least three or four days, then I'm going to be moody. I'm going to be lethargic. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to, it's, it's inevitable. I'm going to feel like just gross. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, maximizing your time, getting your daily dose of exercise is crucial. I mean, it's cliche. They say 30 minutes a day keeps the doctor away, but 30 minutes of something. Yeah. Right. And, um, being at, we have three locations, getting on a treadmill for 30 minutes you know just testing your lungs and testing your heart and mm-hmm. just getting in a good run or taking one of our classes it's it's super convenient we have 300 plus classes uh, a, a month between our three locations so even that we started up doing um, team classes every uh, every third Saturday of the month as a team early before the gym opens mm-hmm. So that's something that we started up. Wait, but, for um, this is just your team? Yeah, just for, for our employees. And wow. then we pay them to work out too. Oh, so. that's cool. Yeah, you know, but obviously it's at five in the morning. Yep. But we're paying them hey, to man, work out. I, Getting paid to work out, for, like a professional athlete. For me, it's athlete. like, um, I go, I start my day like at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And by the time I'm done, like at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m., I go home, I'm tired. Yep. Right. And I have to force myself to get, I have a treadmill at home because I, I just don't have time to, to go anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. So I have to force myself to get on that treadmill. But I find that if I work out before the day begins, I'm, I'm set mm-hmm. for the whole day. I don't have yeah. to worry about yeah. it. So for me, my workout time is like now is it will now it's going to be like four to four to six in the morning, yeah. whatever that is. I just got to stop being lazy and get my, get my yeah. ass up, you know? That's the hardest part. Yeah, making time. Uh, people are like, I don't have time. You just got to make time. And, and that's kind of like the lifestyle you were talking about is that um, changes aren't going to happen instantly, right? Mm-hmm. 90 days, right? Three months. Minimum, you're, yeah. yeah. You're going you're gonna to have to work out. You should be working out every single day yeah. for, your, for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, paradise is there and the, taking a little step into the gym or in, and doing something is better than doing nothing. Exactly. You know, and you just got to be consistent with it. Yeah, it's investment in your health. Yeah. That's what I always tell people. So you guys have a couple things that are, that you guys are doing that I think is is ahead of the game here. You guys are, um, have some avenues for people to look into nutrition. Mm-hmm. You have avenues for people that just want to know and care about their health a, you know, in general, just a little bit more. Can you can you talk about that? So um, we have um, all of our, our personal trainers now. We're a preferred partner with National Academy Sports Medicine. So, uh, yeah, we're a preferred partner with them. So all of our certified personal trainers are through NASM. So we do free fitness assessments with our personal trainers. Um, and then now we also have Eat Right Guam and uh, with Lenora. She's our registered dietitian. She's there two times a week, mm-hmm. just having that to for, their, for, for people who are interested in that. And then, of course, we have our Paradise Fit Perks program. We got Bokobot on there so um, they're doing delivery to to all paradise locations which is really helping and I'm seeing it grow yeah um, but yeah our overall process when someone walks in the door and they don't know what to start but they obviously they got there um, we do what we like to call a needs analysis and figure out 
what got them there to begin with, what they do now, um, and what is their, their goals, and how can we get them to their goals. It's not just signing them up and throwing them out there to the machines, right? We want to make sure that they get the return of their investment in the first 90 days. So it takes 30 to 60 to 90 days for them to really get the full benefits um, of their Paradise Fitness membership. So it, we go over the five components of exercise. Um, we try and instill some sort of foundation in them so that they just don't start and then stop, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's, that's a huge part of our retention tool is how can we get our members active and the ones we haven't seen in like 30 to 90 days, how can we get them back in, Yeah. right? And we understand life happens, right? Life happens, you, ha- you have a daughter, you know, um, if it's um, something that happened in the family, there's things that we can control and then things we can't control and um, I understand that. So now it's just how do we get these people to be motivated and stay motivated throughout the course of 12 months, Yeah. right? So there's, to me, I break it down by quarter um, I mean, giving we do utilization reports. We could track biometric data. Anything that we could do to hold them accountable. We have and, a mobile app now. I think that's now. a big thing. Is like a lot of people need that accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're if you're on a nutrition plan or you're on a, a fitness plan, you need to know where you are now, and then you need to know what the goals are, and then you need to know if you met that goal, right? Yeah. And that's I think that's really awesome that you guys are, yeah, are have a plan of attack. In. Yeah, we try and do that. Have a plan of attack. If you, they have these goals and they don't know how to get there and they're just going to come in and just try it out. Um, I always tell people that, oh, I'm just going to try it out by myself. You know, How many um, personal trainers do you, do you have? We have like seven. Seven personal trainers and that's something we just started a Paradise Fitness Scholarship Program mm-hmm. where we're looking for new, um, young, hungry, passionate people oh, that's who, awesome. who want to start. And um, like I said, we're the preferred partner with NASM now and we'll take care of the certification. And uh, we jumpstart their business with at least 10 um, clients to start off with. But they get to kind of just get their feet wet um, in the overall fitness industry, and mm-hmm. you know, it, you, you get you can. It's a, it's a great uh, career path for for any young individual who's majoring in kinesiology or exercise science. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot, and we need more trainers. If that's something we do need, is more personal trainers. Yeah. Um, but and you guys are always you guys are always out in the community pushing fitness and pushing health, right? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's a big thing. You guys are you guys are out there, right? Yeah. And so you guys obviously need help in trying to create a healthier Guam, right? And so the scholarship, man, if any of you guys are if any of you guys listening are interested, man, hit them up cuz th- that's an awesome opportunity. Yeah, every quarter we're going to be trying to get some new personal trainers in there. But NASM, yeah, National Academy of Sports Medicine, if they want to go on and research it, they're NCAA accredited uh, establishment, and they're, uh, to me, they're, they're leading the forefront, them and ACSM, mm-hmm. um, both solid places to get certified. What's, what's new, or what is something that you're looking at to progress, progress Paradise? What are some up-and-coming future things that uh, you see happening? I mean, now that we have three locations, you know, it's, uh, there's possibilities of, of maybe a fourth location. You know, that's, that's something we're looking into, uh, one more location, um, to help service the island of Guam, you know, it it always will help, but, um, what yeah. about program wise? Program wise too. So we have these paradise fitness boot camps that we, that we were doing, but now what we're trying to do is, is do a nutrition aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the missing link for a lot of these people is the yeah. nutrition side. Right. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I, I always tell people like 
working out's easy. Yep. Right. You can wherever you're at. If you're at the gym or outside at your house or whatever, working out's easy. Mm-hmm. Eating right, super hard. Yeah. See, see, that's that's me. That's my biggest thing right now is this nutrition. But with our uh, Eat Right Guam partnership and with our registered dietitian, we came up with this uh, program, Nourish to Flourish. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why um, now we're trying to. To figure out, okay, we have these boot camps, the results-based boot camps. It's six times, six six weeks, three times a week. Uh, we're doing before and after pictures. We're getting the biometric data. Now it's okay. We, we're going to try and get these uh, meal plans going, mm-hmm. right? So that's why we're going to team up with Pokebox and try and work something out to get these people um, to build those good habits, right? Yeah. Um, and take those baby steps. And you're you're attacking health from all directions. Mm-hmm. You know, you have someone there to help people along the way when they're exercising. You're planning out the, the the program for them you know have realistic goals for them and then you have coaches uh, mm-hmm. along the way whether nutrition or or fitness coaches along the way to help these people so that's cool you guys are taking a, a very proactive approach in, in that yeah and then there's another program too is our, is our les mills program a lot of times people they're they're not acclimated to these these programs but the brand of les mills if you research it we pay a business license uh, for it for all locations but the brand of les mills I, I sat through this presentation at the last expo i went to and the way they broke it down and the way they program their stuff like they have um their instructors get an ekg and they have a dj to match the beats per minute of the instructor and then they create these the, the music oh damn and it's it's really like scientifically the way they're doing this they're mm-hmm. doing it right so they have body combat body pump uh body jam grit but we do body pump and uh body combat and those two classes alone um is a perfect way to just start yeah and it's not you know you're not lifting heavy weight it's 10 pounds five pounds two pounds it's a, it's a light two pound bar and it's it's functional for for any fitness level really yeah um, and yeah, once you and get into that, yeah, and it's fun too, you know, with the music and just the whole experience going back mm-hmm. to the experience, that's what I think just helps create a different environment for them. You know, you're in there in a studio with an instructor with like 20 to 30 people and, uh, that overall experience and the energy mm-hmm. is, is what will get people going, you know? So I recommend if you guys never tried anything, come try a Les Mills class, do your research on Les Mills. They're legit. They're they're leading the charge right now in group fitness. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, when I I didn't realize that's what it was until yeah. I was like, wow, these guys have a doctor and, they're, and a they're, DJ. They're and, international, right? Yep. That's cool. Yeah. So, besides like another location, right? And and the programs going on. Do you do you see another location that's like? Bigger than Aganya or bigger than Dededo? No, I mean, because our population, you know, we're, we're, we're limited on, on our population here. So it wouldn't be bigger than Aganya and Dededo. You guys need to have a location with a pool. <laughs> yeah, right? They always <laughs> ask, do you guys have a pool? I was like, whoa. Tumon Bay's <laughs> right across. The right there. Tumon Bay's right over there. You know, that's sad. Always, still, there's a lot of people that come, they're new to island, and they're like, do you guys have a pool? <laughs> Dude, you guys should you guys should partner with, like, um, the Aganya, Aganya pool, and they have, like, a group that will run there. Yeah, we, we have. Up. We have a class that we do partner up with, like Synergy. Uh, we were doing like an aqua. I think it was like an aqua fitness, aqua Tahitian is what they were calling it, yeah. I believe. But there was an aqua uh, Zumba class and things like that where we rent it out and we're partnering up with some of the hotels or mm. Ganya pool. But um, yeah, we, we've done some aqua fitness classes before. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more like because um, I know Manami and those guys, like her her group, they they run on the treadmill, then they'll run to the pool, and then they'll. 
they'll do some laps yeah, and they'll run yeah. back and they'll lift weights. I'm like, dang, yeah. that's a whole different yeah, program a, going yeah, on. That's she's crazy. a next level athlete for sure. Yeah. She trains, she's an elite athlete for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anything else that you want to, uh, to put out there for, for all the listeners? Um, yeah, I mean, so exercise is, we always say exercise is medicine. That's something um, the American Medical Association always goes uh, to talk about. And, you know, if there's a pill that could um, be prescribed, like exercise would be the number one prescribed pill in the yeah. world. And that's something our CEO always talks about. But that's also what the American Medical Association talks mm-hmm. about. So it's all how to structure your exercise dosage and things like that. We all have different daily dosages come to our lifestyle and our goals. Um, take baby steps follow the smart goal setting and um, the hardest part is showing up. Yeah. That's that's really that, true. Exactly. And getting time. off your ass and just yeah. going. There's 24 hours in a day so you gotta get at least 30 minutes of some sort of physical activity mm-hmm. um, and you know increase the longevity of your lifespan if you have other human beings that rely on you you got to put in that investment in your health. And then it only works out because then that transcends into to that generation. You know, yeah. They take a, a greater look at their health. And I think that it's changing right now. Health, health in general is changing. People are being more aware of what needs to be done. Exercise every day. Eat right every day. Yeah. And how you do that, hey, that's why Paradise is there. That's why Mike's there to help you guys along the way. Um, but anyways, man, thanks a lot thanks for, for being on the show. Thanks. Thank you. And uh, if there's anything else, you know, you can give um, Mike or Paradise a, a call if you guys want to get started. End the year right. Also start the year on a, on a good note. And then if you have anything um, going on for nutrition and have any questions, give me a call too at the, at the Boca Box. And just to put it out there, uh, we are a Paradise Fit Perks partner and we have special rates for any Paradise Fitness member. So uh, talk to any of the staff there or talk to anyone at at Boca Box. We'll get you guys all set up. Uh, Until next week, I'll see you guys later. Adios.